Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Hello, welcome to the episode 5 of the No Wasted Days podcast. If you're new around here, my name is Blaine Marion. And my name is Courtney Marion. And today's theme of our podcast, we're going to be talking about being grateful. Uh, when you get, uh, as we've gotten sober and in our sober journey, we have tons of things to be grateful for. And the reason I want to talk about this today is I just, I woke up in such a great mood and the sun was coming up and the sky is just beautiful. So I thought it'd be a great uh, topic to talk about here this morning. Absolutely. And I think something that I'd like to touch base on as well is, you know, even in active addiction, there was always reasons to be grateful. Um, but I feel like those kind of get clouded and you don't see them and you don't take them and appreciate them the way you should. Um, so yeah, that's such a, such a cool aspect of sobriety is being so clear and realizing just how much you have to be grateful for. Yeah, it is. And it's, I find that the more sober I get, the more little things that I'm grateful for. I know in, uh, especially in the early days, like the first 30 to 60 days of, uh, getting off the sauce, I, uh, I remember driving to work like almost every day and just looking at the beautiful sunrise and sunset and just being like, wow, I feel amazing. I'm so grateful that I'm not sick and hung over at work and just living a great life. And now I try to pretty much do that all the time. Well, and like, especially at that point when you're in that active addiction and you're going to work hungover and you're feeling like shit, I know I was so thankful for like being able to get out of the bed so easily in the morning and like I'd get to work and like something that would usually just fucking push me over the edge like all of a sudden I have patience and patience is one thing that I've never had a whole lot of to begin with (laughs) so you can imagine when you're hungover and feeling like a piece of shit that that just pushes you that much closer to the fucking brink um yeah absolutely freaking patience and just getting up in the morning and feeling good feeling like you can take on that day yeah, that's true. I wake up every morning feeling amazing, pretty much. Some days I'm a little tired, depending on what I got up to the day before, but I like to get up every day and start my day with the journaling and the coffee, and just really sets the tone for the whole day. I feel like I can accomplish anything if I just write it down and, and uh, make some plans to to figure out what I got to do, and yeah, it's really good. I like to, uh, so I recently took like a kind of like a spirituality course on like intuition and how to develop it. One thing she had mentioned was to start the day off by just saying thank you. Like just, and I do it every morning. Like I thank my house. I'm like, thanks house. Like I had a great sleep last night. And like just putting it out there and setting those expectations by being thankful and grateful is going to help you have a good day. It totally does. Like I can't, again, I, it's like one of those things I can't explain, but just try it. Go one, what, go one week every morning, wake up and just say like, thank you. Thank you. Fuck. Thank you to whoever, but put it out there and see if it makes a difference. Yeah, it's uh, one thing to to make a good mindset is the first thing you do when you wake up. I know a lot of people, the first thing they do is grab their cell phone. But one of the things that I started practicing, I think like it was quite a while ago, maybe three or four months ago, is every day the first thought you have when you wake up is, what am I grateful for today? And it will change like a lot of things It will change... Even if you wake up and you're in a bad mood, just by thinking, oh, what am I grateful for today? 
And it could be something small, like, oh, I had a, I slept in a warm bed, or I have food in the cupboard, or whatever. It's uh, it can change. Just that mindset alone can put you on a positive change and make uh, make your day good. Start your day off on that good note. Yeah. My favorite is when I wake up, and it's usually because we have a we have we call him a bonus dog that we watch occasionally while his dad works. My favorite mornings are sometimes when Blaine's actually like has gone to work already and he's gone and I'm sleeping in some lazy ass or, and I, anyway, when I wake up and I've got my one dog on one side, the one other dog on the other and my cat laying on me, I wake up, I feel so safe and I feel so secure and I just feel like so happy and just so loved. Like those are my favorite mornings. Yeah. I'm definitely grateful for my puppy dog, Macaroni. She's a good girl. And yeah, Cash boy, he went home. He went back with his dad yesterday. He uh, came and picked him up. He was pretty happy to see his dad. Well, we missed the little fella. <laughs> <laughs> the bed stealer. He likes fresh sheets. Those are his favorite. Yeah, it's pretty funny. You get a bonus dog, you know, you kind of, you start to get attached to the little fella, even though he, I know he's not ours, but I love having the old boy around here. I always make fun of him. I call him the old man. Ah, he's so good though. Cause he's like the coolest dog because he can go batshit crazy and play with Roni like he's still a pup. And then, but then other, other days when you got shit on the go or it's like shitty outside, he'll just chill and sleep. He'll nap in the bed for, like, fucking, like, six hours at a time. It's crazy. Yeah, and he's the exact opposite of macaroni. He's a cuddle monster. He always wants to cuddle me. (laughs) He loves to be loved and give kisses. It's cute. Yeah, I'm definitely a dog person. We do have a cat, too, and I like the cat. The cat is fucking cool. The cat is cool, but it's it's not a dog. And it took me such a long time. I'm so grateful for that little cat. Like, I'm grateful for all my animals and all my pets. I fucking, I'm such a pet person. I'm an animal person. But I'm so grateful that I fucking, like, you finally let me get a cat after years and years and years. That cat is fucking cool. The cat is cool. The cat is cool. She's a little witchy cat. She's awesome. Yeah. Another thing, and I know I'm grateful for this because I pretty much, when I'm writing in my journal in the morning, I pretty much end it the same way, like, every day. Well, time to pour a cup of coffee and get to work. <laughs> I am a sucker for a good cup of coffee, especially in the morning. I Right before, you know, it's nice and quiet. You pour yourself that cup and you just sit there. You enjoy it. Think about what you're going to do for the day. Make your plans. And oh, it's the best. I'm grateful for the mornings. I used right? to hate Sunrises, mornings. man. I used to be a sunset person. Fuck that. I'm grateful for every single fucking sunrise I get to see. It's crazy that when um, when you start making all these life changes and stuff, sometimes, like, and this happens probably five or six times a week, like, we're in bed, probably sleeping by, like, ten, in bed by nine, <laughs> <laughs> but we get up at, like, between five and seven a.m., and we... We're morning people now, which I never thought we would be. I was never a morning person. Not ever. Even, like, even when I, like, w- like, even on weekends and shit when I didn't have to work and I didn't drink, like, I still, I go to bed at, like, 10.30. I still wouldn't crawl my ass out of bed till fucking, like, 9, 9.15. I've yeah. never been, I've never been a morning person until I stopped drinking. Yeah, we used to, I used to sleep in until, like, 10 a.m. all the time. And I used to get these, like, weird, like, fucking moods where I just, like, I'd, like, literally just come home from work and, like, be in, like, such a pissy, shitty, like, fucking state of mind where I just go to bed. Like, ugh, I can't even, like, I can't even think back to that person where I just had, like, such a fucked up, weird, like, relationship with sleeping because, and I'm sure it ties into addictions and the feelings that kind of comes with it. Um, but yeah, super thankful. That's super grateful for a great quality of sleep now. Like that's, that's a huge, that's a huge game changer. Your sleep makes all the difference in the world. 
Yeah, sleep is very important. And I, uh, about a year and a half ago, I made an investment and bought a new mattress. We got a Endy mattress, and man, that thing is, I really tell, I can really tell a difference. Like, if I go to camp for three weeks and I come home, I get in bed and I'm just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> we are old. Fuck me. We're talking about mattresses on our gratitude list. Well, it's important stuff. If it you is, wanna... though. It really is. You need a good mattress. You need a good quality of sleep. It's not fucking, it's not negotiable, man. It's such a huge part of your mental health. Yeah, especially, health. especially in the early, early days of sobriety, sleep is, it can be hard because your body doesn't know really how to get rest. It's, you're constantly up and down and. Well, and booze affects your REM, cy- REM cycle when you're trying to sleep, right? Like, they're like, oh, booze will put you to sleep, but your quality of sleep is garbage. Yeah, I'm sure it does, because when I was boozing all the time, I was exhausted. Right? I, I could sleep for 12 hours straight. And still feel like shit. And then wake up during the day, have a nap, and still feel tired. Mm-hmm. Just because I've been going and going and running off it, running on empty for so long that just exhausted. It is. It's, it's such a gross feeling. And you know, like you have like deep down, like I knew there was something. I'm like, why am I sleeping so much? Why is my quality of sleep such fucking garbage? Like what is going on here? And it's funny because I would say within like a month of being off the sauce and fucking, you know, putting in the, putting in, putting in the work to quit drinking. I like my sleep improved drastically. Yeah. It didn't take very long. Like even like two weeks into it, I was starting to sleep a little better and feel more rested and Definitely, like, the energy is crazy, like, especially now, I have so much. Such a great thing to be thankful for, and such a thing that I used to take, like, I used to just, like, accept the fact, like, oh, I sleep like shit. Like, no, you don't have to fucking sleep like shit. It's drinking, it's treating your body like shit that's making you sleep like shit that just ties into that fucking cycle, because then you're feeling like shit already, so it's that much easier to grab a fucking bottle. Yeah. Then another thing with uh, gratitude is, and I think this is a really important one, is delayed gratification because when you're in addiction, you kind of reward yourself constantly. You know, you're, you have a good day at work, get drunk, you have a bad day, get drunk, (laughs) do whatever. You're constantly, your reward system is all messed up because you're constantly feeding it. So when you start to get into sober, um, sober lifestyle, you kind of got to make some goals and then, uh, do things to achieve those goals later down the down the road. I really wanted a smoker. And uh, I put the money away for it a year before I bought it. And I never touched the money. And when I got it, it was like the coolest thing. It was I, like perfect timing when you got that. Yeah, like I could have bought it a year before I did, but I wanted to wait. I waited till we moved into our new house and I waited a couple weeks even after that because we were moving stuff, uh, moving stuff in and getting stuff set up. And it's just so cool to be able to have patience and wait, and then you get everything that you want. Delayed gratification. That fucking rock tumbler you got me for Christmas has been tumbling for, like, since Christmas, and the fucking thing's still not done its first cycle yet. But I feel you, because it's coming, and it's going to be so sick. Yeah, it's been over a month now. We're still waiting for these rocks rocks to to tumble. They're getting close. I think they got three or four more days, but fuck, it's been a long haul. But again, delayed gratification. Good things to come when you put in the work and wait. Yeah. And then too, even with our, uh, with our, with our diets and stuff here at Hudson Hope, we have, uh, 
like I said on the last one, one of our hobbies is canning and stuff, and we have tons of stuff in our basement. And that's kind of a delayed gratification, really, too, because you put in all the work in the summertime, and then, boom, winter hits, you get to enjoy it. Right? Like, how sick was that on Christmas Day when I fucking popped up, popped open a big thing of uh, canned strawberries, and we had, like, strawberry pie? Yeah, that was That was sick, awesome. right? Like, that was, that was cool, and, like, tarts and shit. That's definitely, and it's definitely, like, it's something that you should know how to do, you know? Like, it, it's one of those things that they don't, I don't think they promote enough. Um yeah, once you get into, like, preserving and, like, fucking, like, you know, getting up your food stock and shit, like, it is really, not only is it delayed gratification, but this is something that's actually, for us, it's essential. Because we live in Hudson's Hope. We don't go to the fucking grocery store all the time. I don't even want to go to the grocery store because all that shit is garbage. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, delayed gratification and something, like, who you need to eat. You need to take care of yourself. So that's, like, a fucking prime, perfect thing to, you know, to put on that list. Yeah, I think right now it's more important than any that the stuff that you put into your body, you got to do some research on it. And really, I don't know. I have a hard time trusting even the grocery stores, like the produce and stuff in there. You don't know what's on it. They probably, it's probably all sprayed with chemicals and everybody knows all about that kind of stuff. So and the way the light hits it, that artificial light to make it look like it's not fucking half dead. Like, I don't know. I'm not into it. Yeah. Not into it. Farmer's market all the way when fucking pretty soon we got to start planning for the summer garden. I want it to be huge this year. Like, ah, yeah, no. Yeah. And the farmer's market is the coolest thing. Not only are you getting like the best quality fruits and vegetables and stuff and meats, you're also, like, supporting people that you know. The best quality of people go to the farmer's market and have booths set up at the fucking farmer's market. Yeah. Every single one of those people are the nicest, the most thoughtful, like, caring human beings. Because you know, they're putting fucking their at, they're putting their work in to, like, you know, and they, it's for themselves as well as it's for everybody else. But, like, those are the best people. The best people go to farmer's market. The best people have fucking booths there. Like, they are the shit. Yeah, they are. They're really cool. We've met some really cool people there this last year. And yeah, like we love the the product so much that we we uh, preserved a whole bunch and we can enjoy them all winter. Well, and we have such good like what's so good about this too is we made really great connections last year because um, yeah we jumped from Hudson's Hope to Chetwin like every once in a while I think we went well before we moved from Fort St John we went once or twice to the old uh, FSJ one but yeah like we went to the, to the Chetwin Farmers Market like every thir- every Friday we did Hudson's Hope what was it every Tuesday yeah. And, like, we made really great connections with these people. And, like, they tell us, like, some of them, a few of the ladies, like, they give me, like, hints and tips and, like, about how to make jam, how to, like, set up your gardens. Like, and it's just so cool because these people are just, like, not only are they providing you with this service and, you know, it's such an important good service that is needed, but they're so willing and opening open to help you, right? Yeah. they remember what it's like to get their things going. And they're just such a resource, like, absolute resource. Yeah, I've been... All my all my friends and family they know because it's all I talk about and I push it on them. And, <laughs> <laughs> like you got you should eat healthy and and support these people because it's really important and you can still order in the winter. They have uh, all the websites and stuff set up now and it's yeah it's awesome. We got a box coming on the twenty eighth. We have to pick up. Yeah, a couple more days. I'm excited. Well, and I think that for me plays into another thing that I'm really grateful for. I am grateful for people that I now truly align with. People that I have things in common with that aren't just like, hey, let's get fucked up on the weekend. Or, hey, like, let's spill the tea about this one while she's fucking doing whatever. Like, that is something that I myself, I feel like I've grown so much. and It was such a needed growth. 
Um, but yeah, something so grateful for is aligning myself with aligning us with people that generally give a shit, you know, and I'm not saying that not, you know, everybody likes to spill the tea or whatever, but people that actually give a shit, people that talk about real things that matter, like preserving food, how to help you with your garden instead of like, Oh, did you hear what so-and-so just bought that she can't afford? Like, I'm so fucking over that shit. I don't ever want to have those kind of conversations again. Yeah. I, I noticed that a lot when I'm at work because I will... Like I said before in a previous episode, uh, we have a lot of time at work where we're just kind of, you know, you got a lot of time where you're just sitting around kind of bullshitting, shooting the shit. And I find myself having more and more conversations about like real life things with people. And it's insane. It's so cool to like hear someone's story and like talk about their real life. You know, I've had, I've worked in the oil patch for a long time and I don't want to have any more conversations about, yeah, I was on this job and the coil rig was stuck. Like, (laughs) no, I'm done with that. You've hit the quota. I don't want to hear about how this guy's an asshole and this guy's not. And like, tell me of of tricks to grow beans in your garden. Like, (laughs) Like, tell me what you fucking, what coffee beans you use and make your, like, you press yourself. Not about how fucking so-and-so beats his wife and can't afford his truck payment. (laughs) Like, that sucks for him, but I don't want to fucking hear about it. Yeah, and I bring stuff up all the time and I'll be like, yeah, I I started roasting my own coffee beans at home. (laughs) And there's like, what? That's kind of strange. And then. I'll do something nice. Like I'll bring them a bag of coffee beans. Like, here you go. Try it out. And they're like, Oh wow. That's so cool. I know last summer when, uh, I was working from home, I was on night shift. So I was able to go to the farmer's markets in the afternoon before work. And, uh, I brought it up at the safety meeting one day. I was like, yeah, tomorrow's a farmer's market day. So if anybody needs anything, just let me know. And a couple of the guys were like, Oh, can you bring me some pickled beans? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I grabbed him a jar and I brought it out and it was cool. Like, uh, I, I love doing stuff like that. Just talking about real life stuff when, when times are slow at work and, uh, you can really kind of get to know people a little bit better, not just their, uh, their work life. That seems, I feel bad because some people, you know, maybe that's all they have, but a lot I don't of people know. do only have that. Right. But it's still, I mean, those, I don't know, like for me and I was a victim of it too, working at a financial institution where it was fucking, all the gossip, all the tea. And like now, like, I just don't give a fuck. Like I want to talk. Yeah. Like same thing. Like I want to talk about fucking, well, I'm witchy now. So I want to talk about like the fucking Mercury's in the fucking microwave again. I want to talk about the moon. I want to talk about growing seasons. I want to talk about fucking, I want to talk about these things that generally pique my interest and that when someone talks to you about it, they're having a genuine conversation. It's not, they're not speaking just to be malicious or they're not speaking to talk shit. Like, and like something that I really am so thankful for is people that when they people that I have these relationships with now, they'll ask me something because they generally give a shit, mm-hmm. not because they're being nosy, not because they just want to know what I've been up to, like stalking away in Hudson's Hope. Like I've had a few friends from Fort St. John kind of pussyfoot around and like see what I'm up to. Like I'm so generally happy for people that literally just want to know, like, how are you? What have you been up to? Not kind of know like the, the tea hidden agenda portion, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the conversations are, it's so cool. I had even um, last winter, I had this old, old uh, boiler guy, and he used to come over to our uh, to our shack every night, and I'd make him a cup of coffee, and we'd sit there, and I'd ask him about questions about farming stuff that I had, because back then, we, uh, like, we were still planning on moving here to Macaroni Meadows, and 
I knew I wanted to get chickens and ducks right away and all that. So I'd ask him all kinds of stuff. And he actually gave me a lot of pointers like the, uh, the old, uh, put the radio in there and turn some tunes on for them so they don't get lonely. And, and, uh, in the winter that the chickens can just eat snow. You don't always have to give them water and stuff like that. And yeah, that guy was really cool. I liked it. I love having conversations about real life stuff, especially at work. Oh, and even like, so uh, last week I went and got some, some spicy pictures done and the lady doing my makeup, we were talking about chickens and ducks and how ducks do bury their eggs, which is actually pretty cool. Cause I was like, fuck, do I just have all boy ducks? How come I never got any, never get any duck eggs? Like just having those cool, like real like conversations. I don't know. They just warm my heart and they just make me feel so genuine. Like this human being like has such a, just such a genuine connection, you know, like just. Ah, there's nothing better. I can't even describe it in words, but it just is just such a warm, good feeling to have those kind of conversations. Yeah, it is. I love it. I love just, I love seeing, especially when you talk to people about their interests and stuff, you can really see like, they're just genuinely being them. And it's so cool. Right. And like, yeah, they're just like, and it's funny how the more you are yourself and the more that you're comfortable to having, having these conversations, the more people are comfortable having them back with you. And the more you find that you kind of find these people that align with you and it's people that you wouldn't actually from first glance, maybe wouldn't even suspect. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm really grateful for that. I feel like we've made, I feel like, yeah, I feel in the last like six months or so, I feel like I've got a lot of genuine people in my corner and it feels awesome. Like I, I don't think I've ever felt this, uh, fulfilled in that in the friendship area to this extent in a really long time yeah yeah another um another thing i'm really grateful for is all the changes we've been doing to just get healthier you know i i love that we have our home gym set up i love that we are trying to rid our house of all the toxic stuff and toxins and get it out of our bodies and all the the strict vitamin uh, regimen we're on and <laughs> I'm grateful that we go see Lacey and do the foot baths. I, I love going to Chetwin and seeing them. It's such like, I look forward to it when I'm at work. I'm like, Oh, I want to schedule it when I get out of here. And right. It's awesome. And you just feel lighter getting some of that shit out of you. You know, those toxins yeah. and pesticide, all that shit that's been fucking building up for the last 30 years. Get it out of you. Cause it's not doing you any good and it's weighing you down. Yeah, it feels really good. I'm grateful even to go collect spring water. I love collecting spring water. It's one of my favorite uh, chores of the week. It's so much fun. I have a good time with that, too. The dogs even like it. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, and I found, uh, even with the mindset, too, I found, like, sometimes if I'm at work and if the job's supposed to be done on Monday or something and something happens and it's like, oh, well, we're going to need you to stay till Thursday or something. I try to, my first instinct is, ah, damn it, like, I want to go home. (laughs) But then I I change my mindset and I say, well, you get to work three extra days and you get to get a little extra money in your pocket. So when you do go home, you can, I don't know, buy yourself something nice. Like a donkey? (laughs) Maybe. I want a donkey. We should get a donkey. Maybe in a couple more months in the spring. In the spring comes, you get a baby donkey. I really think, I really think mindset's really important for for everything you can make something like that like if you're supposed to be home on monday and you gotta work some extra days that could ruin you could be a grumpy piece of shit for the next three days right be miserable make everybody else miserable yeah exactly yeah i mean you do if 
if you're miserable, people around you are going to be miserable. That's oh. just the way it is. They pick up on your energy and they... That shit is fucking contagious. Totally. Like, time yeah. and time again, if one person... Like, I know, like, when I used... Yeah, working fucking... At my old job there, like, one person was miserable, everybody was fucking miserable, because it just wears off, and then you got, like, the grumpiest, like, the most toxic work environments, like... Yeah, that's true, and I I definitely find, because I'm a pretty positive guy when I'm at work, I like to, like, to have fun, you know? I, we get the job done, but it's, you can do it, and joke around, and have a good time, or you can be miserable, and you can yell at each other, and... I like the uh, the latter for sure. Yeah, the planes come a long way from fucking beating garbage cans to death with uh, wrenches and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of anger back in the day. <laughs> if I ever yelled at you at work, I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes, lots of good things to be grateful for, and like I find, like every day, I find something new to be grateful for. And even if what you want to be, even if what you're grateful for is simple, is something for me that some days it's just as simple as getting out of bed and not being a hungover piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck, man, that for most days is enough for me. But there are so many things to be grateful for. There's so many authentic relationships with people. There's so many different outlooks and things that I looked at with a completely different mindset than I do now. And I know that a huge, huge, huge factor of that is fucking getting sober, putting in the work and, you know, working on ourselves and being better people. Yeah. Hell, sometimes I'm just grateful to wake up. <laughs> right? Well, that's just it. You don't know with all the shit going on. Fucking, we were at uh, one of the stores in town the other day and there was a fire, a fire marshal there and he was saying Fort St. John's up to two overdoses a day. It was three or four. Oh, was it three or four? Uh, yeah. yeah. So three or four overdoses a day and like, just like shit like that, like, no, you know, like, fuck that. Yeah, I feel so bad. Like, I know everybody, the homelessness problem is just insane. And, of course, drug use goes with that. And Addiction in general, right? Yeah. Fucking, yeah, addiction in general. That's usually where that a lot of that stems from. I feel bad because all these people, like, the sober life is so much better. Oh, but gosh. you got to put in the work, and it's hard. It's not easy. You're going to be uncomfortable. But once you get on the other side, it really is, it's all the cliches are true one day at a time and life gets better, blah, blah, blah. It's all true. Like it's. Well, and it's like you said, it's all a mindset and it's one of those things. Like it's not easy. And like, yeah, like get comfortable being uncomfortable because you're going to be fucking uncomfortable. And every time you think that you got it fucking mastered, especially in those early days, something else is going to fly around and it's, you're going to feel uncomfortable. But that moral of the story is once you get past that, you realize how strong you are. And that's another thing. You realize how fucking grateful you are that you were uncomfortable. you got over those hurdles and now you can feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything gets better. Your relationships with people, your relationship with yourself. Right. Like I feel, I don't know about you, but I feel fucking 99% better about myself now than I ever did in my 30, like or my twenties in my, you know? Oh yeah. My self-confidence is through the roof. Right. Through the roof. I'll grab my phone and record videos and I don't care if I got a double chin or not. I don't care. Embracing <laughs> <laughs> the chub. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I'm working on myself and I think I'm doing a good job. You're doing a great job, babe. You're fucking killing it. And everybody, people around you know that you're killing it because you've had tons of people say shit to you about how happy you look and how, you know, how good you look now. And that's all of a test of fucking putting in the work, getting off the sauce, getting our asses moving. Like we've, you've done the good things. We've done the good things. And now it's time to fucking, now it's time to pass some of that wisdom on to other people because I can guarantee anybody who's struggling with addiction, 
it gets better. If you can fucking put in the work and you can get through it, you're the only person that can do it. But it is so unbelievably worth it. It is. And if you need the funer if you think you're too far gone or whatever, you're not. You can anybody can do it. Some people just need help and it's if you gotta reach out for help, I mean there's services out there. I I don't know any off the top of my head, but I mean there's the Northern Health and counseling and rehabs and all that kind of stuff. Talk, talk to a good friend if that's where you want to start. Somebody you can trust and just be like yeah. half, of your, half the battle is fucking admitting to yourself and to the people that can help you. Like, fuck, I need some help. Because it's not easy. It's not an easy battle to take. Yeah, one of the hardest things is to admit to yourself that you got a problem. It's, it's hard. And the worst part is, is once as you do... Like, I admitted to myself probably, like, a year before I got sober, and I was, like, continued to do it for a year. <laughs> continued even, to be destructive as fuck. Even though I knew, <laughs> like, and I knew, like, years before there was a problem, but I didn't admit it till then, and it just sucks that I wasted that time, and well, I'm making up for it now, I guess. Well, and you can't, I mean, I try not to look at it that way, because, you know, the universe is always on time. There was lessons that needed to be learned, there was shit that we needed to go through in order to get us to this spot now. Um, so yeah, maybe it took a little longer than we ideally would have liked, but in the end, if it took a little longer to get to where I am now, if it, if I did it, you know, in a, a shorter period of time and I was somewhere else, like, fuck, I take this over that. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Absolutely. And you know what? For the first time in 32 years of my life, I am like, no, like I am so fucking content. I, every day I wake up and I just like, I can't wait to see what adventure awaits. Like this is, yeah, no, I'll take the longer route if it means to get where you actually need to be, as opposed to the short route to get to God knows fucking where, where you're not aligned. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Well, everybody, I'm glad you guys uh, listened to this podcast. If, uh, one thing I'm just going to leave you with, just ask yourself, what are you grateful for today? Start doing it every morning and, uh, You'll see how it changes your life. And say it out loud. That makes a difference too. <laughs> yeah, say it out loud. <laughs> say it out loud. Let these people, let the world know. Right on, guys. Well, if you liked it, like uh, like the podcast, give us any feedback, leave some comments. That would be uh, greatly appreciated. And we'll catch you guys on the next one.